Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 23rd day of October. Thanks for joining me. We're in Luke chapter 1, and we are at the 78th verse. It's taken us most of October to work this first chapter, but in my defense, 80 verses is a pretty long chapter, and and I don't usually proceed very quickly anyhow, so um, I guess I have an excuse. We're going to put a capstone on this first chapter today by dealing with verses 78 to 80. And verse 78, and, and let me just remind you, we're still in Zechariah's prophecy, his prophecy about both his baby, John the Baptist, and the child Jesus. And this is by the tender mercy of our God, I'm reading, this is the NRSV, by the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us the King James through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. Um, Here is the ESV. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high. These are all variants of the Greek word anatoly. This is an interesting word as far as I'm concerned. Because of the way that it is used in the Greek, it's literally the word for a rising up or to cause to rise, most often used of the sun, but its chief meaning is the east. So when you see day spring or sunrise, you're seeing that because it's a word that means something comes from the east. It also has a meaning in the Septuagint in the Old Testament of a shoot, S-H-O-O-T, but I don't mean a gun. I mean like something like a branch that shoots up out of the trunk, something that grows out. Whenever, so the reason why that east part is important is because when you get to, say, the book of Revelation, in the heavenly city, the heavenly Jerusalem, in Revelation 21, There's a reference to the east gate that points outward, and that's the word that's used here. And so it is a, whenever you see that reference to the east or the east gate, it's that which points to the the outgoing influence of the city, the New Jerusalem, eastward. In other words, it the city becomes a day spring. The city becomes a source of light for people who are sitting in darkness. Our usage in Luke 1 is a metaphor. It's the metaphor of Christ as the day spring. In some of your translations, I think New King James does this, day spring, capital D, I hope you realize that that's not in the Greek. They don't capitalize words like that in the Greek. They don't capitalize anything in the Greek. That is a much more modern invention, and they, but they certainly weren't referring to it as a, a proper noun. It is used metaphorically that Christ is the one through whom light comes into the world and that that light shines first and immediately into Israel because of the tender mercy of God whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high, us, That's what Zechariah says, to give light. Here's verse 79, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And so it starts with the us of Israel and then goes out to dispel the darkness 
that's everywhere else. Out eastward. East is a, is a early biblical usage of that which is outside of the place of God. Whenever Cain is expelled from Eden, he isn't sent west. He isn't sent north or south. He is sent east of Eden. And it's east of Eden that Cain wanders as a vagabond. When the light protrudes in Revelation eastward out of the city, it's searching for Cain. Now, understand, it's not literally searching for Cain. It's figuratively searching for Cain. Cain is everyone outside the gates of the city. Cain is that idolater and that murderer and that gossiper and that liar. It's all of those who are in need and the gates are open. And so in effect, the entire narrative of the Bible that takes us through the Jesus story is leading us east. It's leading us into the space where God chases us down. Zacharias is prophesying of a Jesus who will do as much. That Jesus, because of the tender mercy of God, is going to make God's going to make the sunrise visit us from on high. And he's not talking about the big yellow ball up in the sky. Zacharias is talking about all of those who are sitting in the dark and in the shadow of the dark. He's going to guide them into the way of peace, and it's precisely what he will do. I like that, remember, the previous verse gave us some of the theology of it. In verse 77, he gives knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. And and so what the light is doing is penetrating the darkness of our guilt, the darkness of our condemnation, the darkness of our isolation, and it's letting us know that we are not alone. It's shining the light. I think we, we've done a disservice a lot of times. We'll preach the, the light of God or the Holy Spirit as shining the light onto our sin to show us where we're wrong. I, most of the time, we know where we're wrong. They, we need the light to shine into our darkness so we know the way out, so we can see, so we aren't alone and afraid. And by allowing the light of Jesus to penetrate the darkness of the earth, well, we have our feet guided, verse 79, into the way of peace. What other way is there? Verse 80, the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. And then the story will leave John the Baptist, and chapter 2 will pick up the birth of Jesus. Chapter 2 will focus on the birth of Jesus and the presentation of Jesus into the temple and then come back to the story in chapter 3 of John the Baptist. So for the next few days and probably the next week or so, we're going to deal with this baby Jesus and what Luke does to present him to us, the reader. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.